that I have been preparing this episode. This may be one of the most important episodes that I do of this podcast. Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub Podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 160 of the YouTube Creators Hub Podcast. Before we get into the main meat of the episode this week, I do want to give a huge shout out to TubeBuddy for continuing to support me and the show. If you haven't already checked out their suite of tools, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of this podcast, or you can download their free iOS and Android app and kind of see what they have to offer. I've been a part of the TubeBuddy team now for over two years, and I'm so thankful that I met them and uh, brought them onto the show. And financially, obviously, they helped the show out, but also just other creators who listen to the show that use their tools always email me on a weekly and monthly basis and say, Dusty, I'm so glad you introduced me to TubeBuddy. Um, and a lot of new folks, a lot of larger YouTubers are getting on the Tube, TubeBuddy bandwagon, and it's so cool to see them join the team that I've been a part of for so long. Also, huge shout out to the patrons of the show. If you want a free uh, access, or not free, but if you want access to the private Discord where we talk about YouTube all throughout the week and throughout the month, and you can ask questions to larger creators, creators of your same size, on the Discord channel. You can throw a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars at the show to help us keep the mics hot here at the YouTube Creators Hub Studios, which by the way is my house. Uh, but uh, if that's something you want to do, you can do that by checking out the Patreon campaign below. Also, huge shout out to Christina L. Jose R and Leon L for their new patronage this week. I really do appreciate that. Uh, a little bit about what's going on um, with me. Normally, uh, if you listen to other shows, maybe you're used to a more professional radio type show. That's not how I've built my podcast here. I've built this as a very family oriented, family-based show where basically I'm just going to be transparent with you. I'm going to be real with you. Uh, yes, I want to help you with your YouTube channel. Yes, I want to help you spread your message. But I think in order for me to do that, you've got to trust me first. And so I want to let you know a little bit about what's going on. So let's backtrack a month real quickly. This will take about two minutes. So don't worry about that. You can fast forward if you want to. Um, I had my second child a little over a month ago. Little Millie is now uh, about a month old. Um, with that happening, us coming home from the hospital, I was notified by iTunes, as were many other podcasters, that there were going to be major changes in the way that they distribute and they uh, handle tags and episode numbers and titles and things like that. And this podcast was pulled from the largest podcast directory that there was. And by the way, this show ranks for uh, YouTube, uh, YouTube tutorial, YouTube help, YouTube tricks and tips and things like that. It ranks number one, okay, uh, for all of those keywords, or it did. Um, and because the podcast had been removed after I had gotten back from the hospital, there was so much that had to take place. I got behind on interviews. There was a ton of stuff that happened. Now I have two or three interviews in the can. Things are going swimmingly. The podcast is back onto iTunes. I say all that to say that after all of that got cleared up, I then uh, remembered that I have, have been summoned to be on jury duty. Uh, this this week, which is the week of Wednesday, March 28th, as I'm, you know, uh, releasing this episode today. Um, and so all of that is going, you know, was I knew was going to put me behind and wedding season is about to begin. And for those of you who know, I am also a wedding videographer. And so I have two weddings this month, two next month, three the month after that. And so I've got a lot coming down the pipeline. Great things, 
but with a new baby, uh, things are getting a little wild. And so I, I do apologize for, uh, again, missing an episode a, a couple of weeks ago. That's something that I rarely ever do. So I want to get all of that out of the way to say that I have been preparing this episode. This may be one of the most important episodes that I do of this podcast. And so with that being said, I do want to preface the show by saying this. Um, I am going to be talking, as you can tell from the title of the show, about Article 13, which is the uh, European Union Directive on Copyright in the Digital Single Market. This was voted on and passed through the European Union a couple of days ago as I'm recording the show, and I'm going to be talking about what it means, what it is, and what this could mean for the future of content creation and content sites uh, such as YouTube, Twitch, Google, Facebook, other uh, big names, big hitters in the industry. And so this is a very critical thing that I, I, I want to get across. Secondly, that I want to say before I get into the meat of the show, I am by no means a lawyer. I am by no means a doctor. I am by no means uh, in higher education. I am in by no means saying that I am the expert in this topic. But I will say this. I have probably poured about 15 to 20 hours in the research of the next 10 to 15 minutes that I'm about to share with you. And so I think I have put in my due diligence. That doesn't mean I'm not going to be incorrect. That doesn't mean that things are going to change from you know uh, six months from now. What I'm telling you is what we know now and what this could mean for us as creators and what you should know going forward. I am also, lastly, I will not get political in this episode. That is something that I will stay away from. I will not get anywhere near that with a 10-foot pole. I am in no way favoring one side or the other. I am telling you strictly what we know and what this could mean for YouTube and our creators. All right, so let's talk about it. There is another article, Article 11, that we will not be covering today. That is kind of the one that prefaced this one, but Article 13 is more direct to what we're talking about here, which is YouTube content, online video content. So I do want to hear your your responses to this. I do want to hear your feedback. So hit me up on Twitter at techguru77 or dusty at dustyporter.com. would love to hear your thoughts on this show and Article 13 and the different things you've been hearing uh, uh, bounced around the internet. So Let's go ahead and start from the beginning. I'm going to be quoting articles uh, written from TheVerge.com, from Wired.co.uk, uh, and a gaming website called Kotaku, uh, which we talk about some things with Twitch and YouTube gaming and things like that. So let's dive in. The, direct on, the directive on copyright and its most controversial component is what we're about to talk about, Article 13. It requires online platforms, aka YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, to filter or remove copyrighted material from their websites, okay? But in this article, okay, this can be interpreted a many of different ways. Right now, YouTube has their copyright ID system or claim system that automatically does it, okay? And there's people that go and they sift through different things like that. But this new article or this law, um, basically it would make online platforms and aggregator sites liable that's the key word here, liable for copyright infringements. So let's pause there for a minute. So imagine if every time, and think about how much, how many hours of YouTube videos are uploaded every single minute, every single hour, every single day. So for all of the, the craziness that's uploaded on YouTube on a daily basis, YouTube would now be held accountable 
for the copyright, okay, and, and be held liable, which means legally in Europe, okay, this is strictly for Europe, by the way, this is not for the states, but again, this could be a domino effect, which is why we're covering it, which is why YouTube and Twitch and Facebook and Google and these sites are so, you know, so against it and they're so trying to get the word out as much as they possibly can, okay? So again, the key word there is liable for copyright infringements. And supposedly direct more revenue from tech giants, which would be obviously Google and YouTube and Facebook and Twitch and places like that, towards artists and journalists. Now, again, many people may say, well, their initial idea or thought on this is in the right place, right? Their, their heart's in the right place, what some people would say, uh, by trying to put more money uh, in the pockets of small creators. But in turn, what they're doing is, is they're hurting the small creator. Okay, so uh, here on the wired.co.uk, um, this article says, what is the directive on copyright? Uh, about four paragraphs down, it says, currently, platforms such as YouTube aren't responsible for copyright violations. All right, pause there. Um, so YouTube isn't responsible. The creator is. So we talked about this a few weeks back where I told you there are copyright claims and there are copyright strikes. So yes, YouTube doesn't just let people roam freely and do anything they want to do when it, when it comes to utilizing other people's content. They have strikes, they have claims, and they try to get the money in the hands of the people who own the content. That's what they try to attempt to do. Okay? So again, platforms such as YouTube aren't responsible for copyright violations, although they must remove that content when directed to do so by the rights holder. So currently, okay, when a rights holder flags a piece of content and says, hello, that is mine, okay, content, uh, art, you know, content A is mine, I own that, okay, uh, you either take it down or, hey, you know what, I'll let Sally leave that up on her YouTube channel as long as I'm getting the ad revenue from it, okay, so that's kind of where we're at right now. Okay, the next article down on the Wired article says this, a uh, paragraph, I'm sorry, says proponents of the directive on copyright, and if you're wondering the directive on copyright, that's, they're referring to Article 13. They argue that this means that people are listening to, watching, and reading copyrighted material without the creators being properly paid for it. Okay, so the origination of Article 13, by the way, uh, was was originally it's it was called the meme ban. If you don't know what a meme is, Google what a meme is. Okay, it's when people make fun of things with pictures and funny things. Again, Google a meme. I think you probably know what a meme is. Okay, uh, it says this is the part of the directive on copyright that is most people worried. The article states that online content sharing service providers and right holders shall cooperate in good faith in order to ensure that unauthorized protection works or other subject matter are not available on their services. Okay, so what does all of this mean? Article 13 is basically stating that any website that hosts large amounts of user-generated content, again, aka YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, all of these places are responsible for taking down that content if it infringes on copyright. Okay, not, not if it's flagged, not if the creator flagged, no, and every piece of content Imagine every moment a video uploaded to YouTube or everything streamed over on Twitch in the Europe, in, in the European uh, you know, Union would have to be scrubbed and removed if it infringes on copyright. Okay, but, but again, as the article says, things are not that simplistic. Okay, so nobody can agree on how these platforms are expected to identify and remove this content. Like, how are they going to do this? They can't use the current content ID system. Okay, because that's how people currently claim the content if it goes live onto YouTube. This system allows you to either block the video, like I said, or monetize it. I've already talked about that. 
Uh, it's a very uh, unpopular system, as mentioned here in the article on Wired. Uh, and the final wording on Article 13 sets out exactly which platforms will need upload filters. Oh, there's the hot word. Upload filters. So what does this mean for you as a creator? Imagine this, my friend. A upload filter would be something that, uh, so now, let's say you go and you hit that upload button, okay, and you put your your, your newly uh, pristine video out there, and you hit upload, and, and you get that MP4 file, and it's looking so good, you got your thumbnail, and you're putting it out there. I'm being overly dramatic for a reason, by the way. Uh, and then you hit upload. But after that process, you've got a two-day waiting period because you're having to have an upload filter go through your content, but they're so backlogged that they can't get to your video for a week, and by that time, your video is no longer relevant. Okay? Think about that. Upload filters. The only way a site, again, this is from the Wired article. I will link down below to this article if you want to read it. It says, the only way a site that hosts user-generated content can avoid putting in place an upload filter is if it fulfills all three of the following criteria. It has been available for fewer than three years. It has an annual turnover below 10 million euros, and it had fewer than 5 million unique monthly visitors. Okay, so let's stop there. So, so we already see they are focusing, they are honing in on YouTube on Twitch, on Amazon, on Twitter, on all of these places that they know they're trying to disperse the money, get it all, uh, you know, segmented out, okay? As you can probably guess, this means a huge number of the sites from phishing forums to niche social networks that will need to install upload filters. That again, from the article on Wired, okay? So why has this article been dubbed the meme ban? Uh, again, uh, it says here that no one is sure whether memes, which are often based on copyrighted images, will fall foul of these laws. Proponents of the legislation argue that memes are protected as parodies. Okay, that's another hot, hot topic word, right? And so aren't required to be removed under this directive. But others argue that filters won't be able to distinguish between memes and other copyrighted material. So they end up being caught in the crossfire anyway. I want to throw up a, a, an analogy here that I hope can help you guys understand what we're dealing with here. Imagine you're a, a deep sea fisherman or you're uh, fishing for crabs or you're fishing for something in the ocean and you throw your, you cast your net. If every time you pulled that net up, if all you got was what you were fishing for, you'd be perfection. You'd be batting a thousand, right? You'd be, it'd, be, it'd be amazing. If you could invent the net that could do that, you'd be a billionaire. But what really happens in reality, okay, when the net is cast, okay, and you, you bring the net back up, there's debris, there's other nastiness, there's other uh, things that you catch in that net. That's what's going to happen with these upload filters, okay? Not only is something that is blatantly a copyright infringement going to be uh, flagged by these new filters, also Joe's new video where he vlogged with his family where he mentioned Captain Crunch will also possibly be flagged and no longer allowed to be uploaded. Or if it is, we'll have to go through a very enduring and long process to get it back on the platform. So you have to understand that what does all of this mean? How are these filters to distinguish between what should be allowable and what shouldn't be allowable? 
And as a creator, I think to myself, uh, you know, people have dubbed this the end of the internet. I don't think that's the case. They've dubbed this the end of free use on the internet. I don't think we're there yet. But what I do know and what I have gathered from reading through the entire article, from reading through other articles that we will get to here shortly, that this article, this directive is the initial domino that I think could lead to an internet where we are no longer able to freely express our beliefs and our, 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 our true feelings and our true message, uh, all because of all of these different uh, band-aids and all of these different caps that are being put on us to initially, hopefully, spread the, the wealth, which is what they're hoping to do. Okay, so that article on Wired.co, uh, again, will be linked down below. So let's talk about when it's happening and all of that good stuff. Article 13 vote has been passed. This was a couple of days ago by the parliament, by the European parliament. It doesn't mean that the provisions take place straight away. Okay, it's now up to the EU's member states to enact Article 13 and the directive. Each country within the EU, and again, this is where it gets a little uh, convoluted and the weeds get a little bit thicker. Uh, every country within the EU will be able to interpret the law and how it should be implemented in its own ways. That's where it gets so confusing. Therefore, one country may decide that upload filters should be implemented using one tool, one, uh, one catch-all tool, while another may understand the law in a different way. Man, this is getting crazy. And this goes and leads me to a tweet and a video made by the CEO, or not the CEO, but some of the, the, the staff members over at Twitch, which by the way, if you don't know what Twitch is, it is a live streaming platform where, where people stream themselves playing games. They stream themselves uh, uploading and recording podcasts like what I'm doing now. Again, if you don't know what it is, which you probably do, go check it out. Uh, their tweet said this, uh, March 21st, 2019, it said, every day creators and viewers come together to do amazing things on Twitch. Article 13 is bad copyright reform. I agree. It is bad copyright reform that could limit the content you create and share. Together, we can stop this, learn more, and take action. So in a recent letter or a similar letter from Twitch, uh, article, it said, YouTube says that Article 13 threatens hundreds of thousands of jobs, European creators, businesses, artists, and everyone they employ. Because its passage would turn hosting regular people's content into a bottomless abyss of risks. So that, I highlighted that in my notes, a bottomless abyss of risk. So you may be thinking to yourself as you're listening to this, well, Dusty, what, I mean, I don't live in Europe. I, you know, but I do live in Europe and, you know, I don't ever upload copyrighted stuff. Yeah, but do you upload it all? Are you part of a platform that, where people do? When you're getting in the murky waters of having to decipher between whether or not something is copyright and, and, and if you let it go through the filter, if you let it go up on your platform, you then are held legally liable and in different ways in different countries for that piece of content. Why would you want to deal with it? So this could possibly lead sites such as YouTube and Twitch and Twitter to just say, heck with it and cut all of that area off and say, oh, no, we're not allowing you to. And again, this is worst case scenario. I'm giving that to you guys. No, if you're living in this area, in this country, in this location geographically, you, my friend, cannot upload because it's too much work and we do not want to have to deal with an upload filter. That's not what we want. A bottomless abyss of risk. YouTube CEO 
Susan, uh, I can't ever say her last name, so I'm going to say YouTube CEO Susan W. says, The proposal could force platforms, like us, YouTube, to allow only content from a small number of large companies. What she means by that, people who have internal filters to where they can know without a shadow of a doubt that they are not going to be uploading copyrighted material. So the average Joe, or the average Dusty in my case, may not be able to upload a, a new Photoshop tutorial or a new YouTube how-to guide. Why? Because we don't know him personally. We haven't gone through and they haven't paid us money or they haven't shown us and, and, and worked us and walked us through their, their filter that they're using internally. Man, that's, that's, that's some pretty deep stuff. At the end of the day, this is about the dollar. Article 13 is a threat to these companies, these huge tech companies, okay? It's also a threat to their large, professionally vocal user bases, us, us. Okay, we're going to talk about that at the end of the show here in a few minutes. What can you do? Okay, again, Twitch has said above that, they state another letter that Twitch called Article 13 a bad copyright reform, which we just said. It says here um, <clears throat> that they've both gone at the article aggressively. Twitch warned that it could be forced to impose filters and monitoring measures on all works uploaded by residents of the EU, which would require streamers to provide copyright ownership information, clearances, or take other steps to prove that you comply with thorny and complicated copyright laws. Have you ever tried to get across the country? Have you ever tried to get a passport? Have you ever tried to get through the Atlanta or the LA or the, one of these big airports? There's so much red tape to walk through. There's so much stuff that you have to do. At the end of the day, this is what Twitch is saying. Man, if this thing goes through, if this thing really does pass, if it goes through and it is what we think it is, this could be a disaster for those people trying to stream from these locations because, man, would it be an absolute, oh, it would be an absolute headache to try to get through all of the red tape. Okay. Wow. All right. So again, we know it's about the money. We know about all that. Now let's talk briefly for a couple of minutes about you, the creator. What can you do about article 13? Now, first off, I want you to share this episode. Okay. If you haven't already, I want you to hit that share button, share it with someone who needs to know, who needs to learn about this episode or not this episode. I don't care about the podcast or knowing about me or any of that. I want them to know about article 13. Okay. There is a website that is called saveyourinternet.eu, okay? It's got a hashtag, Save Your Internet. Uh, it's fighting against Article um, <clears throat> 13. Uh, it says against Article 17, but again, it's, it's, you can see how they've changed the names, things like that. Um, it says all 751 members of the European Parliament get to vote on March 26th. They've already done that, and it's already passed through that section, Okay. Um, and it gives you, again, a very good breakdown of why it's bad for users, why it's bad for creators. I will read once again what it says. It says, if platforms become directly liable for user uploaded content, they, were, they will arbitrarily remove content based on their terms and conditions. We don't want that. As a result, many creators will see their content get blocked too. And as less platforms survive the burden of this provision, creators will have less choice on where to share their creations. Think of uh, a YouTube where people from a certain geographical area cannot upload because there's upload filters prohibiting them to do so. And it's not good for competition either. Okay? Because, uh, you know, again, I'm not going to get into the, to the gray area here, but let's say someone doesn't want uh, their competition to, to do this. Maybe they, they, they flag a, a upload filter about, again, I'm not going to get deep into that, but man, and this is not just video. This is text. 
this is images, this is audio, this is everything in between if you're in one of these European nations, okay? Go to saveyourinternet.eu, okay? There's a couple of resources there that you can click on and you can go to the resources. It'll show you the latest developments. It'll show you the statements, but you got a red button there that says act now, okay? Raise your voice and act against Article 17 or Article 13 in this case, uh, what you can do to save your internet and why you should. So if you're in a, a country here that's listed on this page, you can click on that country. And then once you do so, uh, down it's one of the European countries, it'll say, basically, you can go here. Now, right now, they're updating the site. But once you hear this in a couple of days, they should have <clears throat> ways for you to contact the people that you need to you know, get in touch with. And if you have someone you want to, you know, something you want to say about this, you can email info at saveyourinternet.com uh, and really help the campaign. Um, again, go there, see what you think, and see if you can get your voice heard. I don't say all of this to scare people, but I do say this final statement in closing. I always tell people when we are talking about content creation online, specifically on YouTube here on the podcast, if you are putting your eggs all in one basket, you are gravely, you are making a grave mistake. This Article 13 should show you that there is no person, no uh, giant tech company that is too big for things like this to pop up. And what's to say Article 3300 comes, uh, you know, into the United States uh, Congress or the Senate or wherever it comes in. And again, it gets passed or it goes through and it's very similar to this and they have to do the same thing in the United States. Guys, you just don't ever know. So yes, YouTube is great, but you need to be building your platform outside of this one and not just YouTube. Outside of Twitch, outside of Twitter, outside of Facebook, you need to build your own website. You need to build your own, uh, your, your own platform. Not your own platform, but you know what I mean. Your own place for people to come that's not owned by anyone but you. That's why that's so critical. I really hope you got something out of this episode. Please, please, please correct me. Let me know where I uh, am wrong or where I could have uh, been a little more in-depth. I feel like I've done a fairly good job of explaining what this is, what this could mean. Um, so if you would, email me, dusty at dustyporter.com. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to the show. And I will see you next week with another great interview. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.